be talking very briefly on the topic of you did not fail. And um, I just pray to God that this is meant uh, for someone today, that this is really meant to help someone. Because I definitely was not planning on going live right now. I was actually getting ready to go home. Um, but I had a meeting today and uh, today uh, with some entrepreneurs and business owners. And it, it, it never fails to amaze me how many times we, we, we think that we failed at something. We think that we've done something wrong because we have to start all over again. So I just wanna speak a little life into you all right now. For those who may be feeling like, man, you know, I feel like I've, I, I failed or I'm not where I wanna be at this point in life. Um, and it seems as if I'm starting all over again. Um, I pray that God gives me the wisdom and insight to lift your spirit. I'm not going to be uh, on live uh, for that long right now. I'm actually going to uh, get on out of my office and get home a little early. And I literally was packing up to go. And I just kept feeling this tug in my spirit that, no, you go live for a little bit and you encourage them uh, that they've not failed. So is there anyone uh, that's struggling with either starting all over again or feeling like, man, I, I just haven't been able to get this 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 ideal or this goal or whatever it is off the ground like I want. And it seems like everyone else is just sort of, you know, doing their thing. And, and what about me? And when is it going to be my time? So is there anyone that feels that I see a whole lot of comments coming through already? I see. Hi, Z. Hello, everyone. OK, I'm seeing some more messages here. So, OK, I see somebody. I see Sheila. I see what you're saying. I see someone says Z, you're talking about me. OK, you know, it. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. And I want to be really transparent with you all. Um, I know that you all see me sometimes as coming on here and just I'm always talking and motivating and trying to lift you up. But there's such a backdrop to the story. The reason why I'm able to get on here and, and, and give you this inspiration and this hope as you go through your difficult turns in life is because I went through it so many times. So many times I felt like I feel or when are things going to take off or when is my business going to go and or when am I going to be happy? Like I didn't even know what made me happy. I don't know, any, know if anyone can relate to that. If you felt like if you're anything like me, you probably are a kind of person that always is taking care of other people. You know, and, and to a point, especially if you find yourself, you know, like I am, I'm well into my 50s now. And, you know, I have four kids. My kids are all adults with the exception of one son we just lost uh, not too long ago. But sometimes you find yourself not even knowing what even makes you happy because you're so busy taking care of everybody else. And then when you finally get a little bit of energy, am I right? Just a little bit of energy to begin to work on something that you want to do. That's when then you, you sometimes find yourself like, why isn't it taking off? Why isn't it working? what's missing. I don't want you all to be fooled into thinking for one moment that you failed because something didn't work the first time you tried it or the second time maybe you tried doing something, right? I don't care if it's a nonprofit. <clears throat> I don't care if it's a childhood dream you've had or a goal or a vision God's given you. I don't want you falling into that trap. And I'm letting you know that it's a trap. It's a trap that you can fall into. And I see a lot of comments coming through. I see hundreds of comments coming through. I see, hi, Ms. Zenja, my situation exactly. I see, hi, sis. Yes, I can relate, plus I'm a nurse. I understand. Uh, people please or caregiver. Okay, yes, my brother and I just moved um, to, what is that, to the Netherlands? Okay, wonderful. So let, let's talk a little bit about um, 
how do we get tripped up at times into thinking we fail, okay? Now you all know I've written a book called Necessary and a lot of my failures and ups and downs is all in this book. I'm actually not gonna be reading a ton from it right now. I really, I'm gonna reference some of the chapters that I've read, but I want you guys to grab a sheet of paper. You know every time I talk to you, I wanna just try to teach you a little something. So grab a sheet of paper and a pen real quick. And I wanna just walk through a couple little points with you all I want you to take some notes on, okay? I had my mentorship um, 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 meeting today with uh, entrepreneurs and business owners. On Wednesdays, I teach them. We get together at noon. And um, it's just such a phenomenal thing being with business owners from all around, all over the place. And I love seeing their eyes open up when they think that they failed or they think something's failing. And then when we come together as a group and how all of a sudden they see all these opportunities they didn't even know existed. But let me, let me, let, let's walk through a little bit of this real quick. I don't want to talk uh, too long, but I want to walk through it. Sometimes things don't work out, baby, because it's not the right timing. Sometimes the timing is off. And you may say, well, how do you know when it's the right time? Let me Listen to me very carefully on this. Because when I talked in my book, Necessary, there's a chapter in here called Hidden. And I'm not going to read through it right now. Maybe tomorrow, if I get time, I'll read through a little bit more. For those of you who have the book, you already know what I'm talking about. It hurts so bad when you're through that season of being hidden because you're putting all your efforts and energy into something and it's just not taking off like how you want, am I right? But sometimes God has to prepare you for what it is that you're about to, to walk into. And it feels like punishment, you know, at least for me it did, right? It feels like punishment, it feels like, okay, so I'm putting all this effort and all this time into it, but why is it not taking off? Why, what, 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 what is the deal with this when I've been working at this or dreaming about it for so long? I used to say to God, or I used to think in my spirit, why would you give me the dream only to sort of hold it over my head and I'm not able to actually grab it and do something with it? But I didn't know that all that time. Just listen to me, baby. I didn't know that he was taking me through processes and, and training me and molding me and developing me and getting me ready for what was to come. Because baby, let me tell you something. With success, you know, and I've been in business for many, many years. Many of you all know that. Uh, but with success, trust me when I tell you, you have to be ready for what comes along with it. You have to be ready. Not, not, not only ready um, mentally, but you've got to be ready for the spiritual attacks as well. You have to be ready for the naysayers that may come your way. And, and if you're struggling right now with handling any type of criticism from someone, or you feel like you always got to respond to something, or you can't r quite rest well at night if, if everything ain't fine with everybody, sometimes the time is not right for you to move into what you're trying to do because God is trying to get you solid. And he's actually protecting you. Now, I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but I'm telling you this because I'm on the other side of that mountain, and I can tell you now, there's no way in the world God could have done what he's doing in my life now, in these former years of my life, you know, no matter how bad I prayed for it earlier, you know, there's no way I could have handled it. I could not have handled it. First of all, I would have been too doggone prideful. Let me just keep it real. God had to humble my little butt. He had to bring me to such a low, such a low, and get me humble, and he couldn't take me up too fast. You know, and I went to church and prayed and did all that stuff we do, right? But but in hindsight, I realized, ooh, God knew what he was doing in that. So sometimes that's one of, that's one of the things he's doing, and that's not failure, baby. I'm seeing a whole lot of uh, comments come through. That's exactly what I'm going through right now. Hey, says someone saying, wow, someone says yes. Yes, and remember, if you look at some of my other live episodes I've done, I've talked so much about... Um, David, you know, we all know David, you know, um, slay Goliath, right? We know, you know, David, um, you know, um, became the king and all of that. But the part that a lot of times we forget is all those, th those years David was hidden. 
That's the part that we, we forget about when he's out there taking care of the sheep. His brother's out there in the war looking good and got on all their gear and everything, and they actually used to talk about him. His dad used to tell him, go take lunch to him and all that kind of mess. David out there playing a harp and dealing with a slingshot and taking the, 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 the bears and, 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 and the lions, you know, protecting the sheep from them and doing all kind of mess that you may feel is trivial. You may feel like this is some mess, and you may be sitting there struggling, feeling like, you know, how is it that I can't even get to point one or to point two? I'm still over here dealing with this mess. But you don't realize that all of that is training. So sometimes you're going through that training season. I think I said this a couple of weeks ago if you guys joined my live. Can you imagine what would have happened when it was finally time for David to come up against Goliath? Can you imagine what would have happened if he would have skipped out on all of that training? All those years, baby. All those years that he was sitting there, you know, protecting the sheep and being a shepherd, you know, and taking lunch to his brothers and dealing with all the criticism and all that stuff and playing a harp and all of that. Guess what? Even when Saul, even when King Saul was struggling, they were <clears throat> they were looking for someone who was very good at playing the lyre in the harp. Well, guess who they recommended? That boy, David, that'd be out there in the, in the field with the sheep all day playing the harp. You get my point? Sometimes the very preparation and what you're going through right now, baby, is what's going to be the thing. Oh, please catch this because I ain't going to be live for too long. Sometimes the very thing you're going through right now is what's going to be the thing that opens the door when that opportunity is ready. I hope somebody caught that. Some, sometimes the very things that you're going through right now and all this time where you're feeling like, God, when is it going to be my turn? Sometimes that preparation, that's what's going to be what opens the door. So that's number one. Sometimes the timing is off. Now, the topic of this whole live is, uh, I think I called it, you did not fail. You simply get to start all over again. So now let's go to point number two. Now, when I evaluate my life, you know, because I always speak from my own point of view, one of the one of the greatest or some of the, the seasons in my life when I felt like I was a failure, I really was not failing. I was chasing the wrong seeds. Now, I have a podcast episode. You guys have to go back and find it. Excuse me. It's on my YouTube channel and it's on all of my podcast streams. You guys know my podcast is Unlocking Greatness with Zenja Glass. You can find it anywhere. Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon. It doesn't matter. You can find it anywhere. But there's a podcast episode I did a long time ago called Stop Chasing Seeds. And that whole podcast was about stop chasing seeds that don't belong to you. And let me explain what I mean by that. Sometimes, baby, you're pursuing the wrong thing. You know, sometimes, you, you know, you're trying to jump on things just because somebody said they made a lot of money from it. And you all know on all of these platforms, everybody's got a strategy or something for somebody. Right. Right. And you're jumping on things because you feel like, hey, if, they, if it worked for them, then it, then it should be able to work for me. And sometimes you're chasing seeds that don't belong to you. That's what happened to me. I see a whole lot of hearts going. So I see that um, I see people, uh, a whole lot of hearts going. So I see people are getting this. Sometimes you're chasing seeds that don't belong to you. Today, uh, when I was teaching the entrepreneurs and in, in the business, on Mondays I teach people for personal development, but on Wednesdays it's um, entrepreneurs and business owners. And today, what was so wonderful about that, uh, my class today, what did I talk about with them today? Let me find it. 
My class today with them was called How to Build a Successful Business Model with God as the Chief Cornerstone. So that's the whole lesson I went over with them today. Um, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm going to deviate a little bit and walk you guys through a little bit. But instead of jumping right into the what and the how, you know, um, which is we, we talked about what, what are their quantifiable goals, and then we talked about how all of the different systems and things that they can implement and put in place. Are they going to do a webinar? Are they going to do a challenge? Are they going to do an audio book, a podcast, a mentorship, a, a, you know, a book, a giveaway, da, da, da. So before we got into all of that, which is I think where they thought I was going to take it, guess what I first started with? I first started with the who. I started with, well, let's first discuss who are you? You know, who does God say you are and who are you? And we had a good discussion about that. Who, who are you? And then we went into the why. Why do you, why do you want to do this? Why? You know, why am I doing this? Why do I want to do a podcast? Why did I write my book necessary? What, what, what is the why? And you may be thinking to yourself, well, Z, what in the world does that matter? Because I'm just basically trying to make some money. Listen to me. I don't been around this road, down this road a lot. When you focus first on just let me just make some money, I don't care where it come from, but let me make some money and let me figure out what I need to put in place and get it up and going. When you go there first, that's when you go wrong. Because if you don't have the true passion for what you're doing, or, or especially if you're a praying person like I am, you don't have that divine insight and that calling from God, you know, um, uh, and he's telling you, you know, here's the direction to go. And you take your butt out there and you get to doing something, which I've done many times. I've jumped on all types of things and plans and all types of programs and stuff and reading books and let me go do this now let me go do this now when you go down that road baby and I'm speaking from experience I'm speaking with transparency at least in my life let me just say this the success was never long term and in many cases it just didn't even work out because I didn't spend enough time to even evaluate who I am and why am I even doing this so for example you know with my podcast with my whole mentorship, you know, program, with my whole book, you know, necessary. My my who is, wow, I am a shepherd of God's flock. And I and I reference Ezekiel 34, which is an amazing passage to read. I reference um um that it is my goal to go and make disciples of all nations. It's my goal to basically um lift and honor God. And, and this is my mandate, it's more than a goal, it's a mandate to lift and honor God as a business owner, as a CEO, just to be clear, but to lift and honor God and to do my very best to encourage people to sit in his presence and to pursue their God-given gifts and talents. You know, that's the mandate on me. And I love it. Like this isn't work to do, uh, for me. My work day is over, but this doesn't feel like work because I'm summoned to do this. You know, this is no different than me talking to one of my best friends. You know, it's, it's what I'm summoned to do. It's, it's, it God naturally built me to be an encourager, you know. And so then when, when, when I go into my why, it's very easy to just go right on into that. Oh, because I'm trying to help people unlock the greatness inside of them. I'm trying to help people see their situation from a different angle. I'm trying to help people stop giving all the credit to the enemy, right, and realize perhaps there's some good coming out of what I'm going through right now. So that falls into my why. So when I get those two structures in place, now I'm able to determine my what. So what are my quantifiable goals that I'm working on? You know what I mean? And then I'm able to determine my how. How am I going to do this, right? Whether it's writing a book or having a mentorship program, you know? And then I go into what are the systems and things that I'm going to put in place, which is my, 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 um, my, my, my third point with you all. We talked about the who. We went into the why. The other point is the what. Sometimes we feel that we failed 
Now, we talked about the timing of uh, God's timing. We talked about not chasing seeds. But sometimes, baby, you did have the right idea. Now, listen to me on this one before I close out, because this is the most important part I'm telling you. Sometimes you did have the right idea. And yes, God did speak to you and tell you that. And yes, you had the dream and the dream is for you. And you know how you can do what only you can do and nobody else can do it, right? But you don't have the proper systems and structures and workflow and processes in place. And so get this. And I'm speaking from, from, from my own life. You think you failed, but you really didn't fail. It's just an opportunity for you to pivot and start over again and do it the right way. You think you failed, but you really didn't. You just didn't have the right systems in place, you know? And I notice that when I talk to a lot of the business owners and entrepreneurs, you know, when, when, when they, they feel like they failed in a certain area and, and they feel like, man, why didn't this work? It, even like today, I was talking to one of them and, and one of them was surprised to realize you have to have your product or service in front of someone on average about seven times before they actually buy from you. And one of the people in my program was like, Oh my God, I didn't know that. So all this time you're thinking you're a failure because you know you showed your product or service one time and people didn't buy, but you didn't gain the knowledge to realize, oh, I need to show it to people. You get my point? Or sometimes you think you failed, but you don't have the systems and the structures in place. Do you have an automated system in place? Now, I don't want to turn this into a business class because I can go way left field and really dive deep into that about the importance of having business funnel pages built. Some of you may not know what a funnel is. I can get into that in a whole nother episode. But traditional websites typically is not kind of what works nowadays. But sometimes you have the right dream, you have the right goal, but you don't have the right systems and processes. So instead, what you want to do is you want to train yourself to, to be like, and, and I talk about this in um, my book, Necessary. The chapter, I think, is on cage mindset. Um, I think yesterday someone said, Z, but what if you don't know what you don't know? And I said, man, that's such a great question because I did a whole podcast episode on that. And when I talked, when I read about cage mindset, I talked about that. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know because you haven't exposed yourself to being either with like-minded individuals. You know, you haven't maybe gotten the mentorship. Maybe you haven't uh, been reading the books you need to read. I had some books today I was recommending to the people in my mentorship program that they need to read so they can understand their makeup. I encourage them to go take the Myers-Briggs personality test so you can understand your shortfalls, you know? So like for me, I'm a visionary, right? Um, um, I, I score very high in, in terms of being a visionary, right? Very high in terms of building companies. That's, that's what I score high in. But guess what? I also score low in some areas. So because I know I score low in certain areas, then I'm able to set up, instead of feeling like a failure, I'm able to turn around and set up some structures in place to safeguard against, wow, here are the areas where I'm weak in. And that's why I want to have this talk with you all. You didn't fail, baby. You just get to start all over again and do it the right way. And this time what you're going to do, just like I talked about, um, I wish I had time to read it, but I don't. I think it was in the chapter called Letting Go and or, or maybe in the chapter called Cage Mindset. Thank you so much, Helen. Thank you, baby. But that's what I, what, what I, what I meant in that is that I didn't even realize I didn't know what I didn't know. Because I don't know about you all, I didn't grow up, you know, with a lot of money. My mother was a single parent. I've said it many, many, many times on this platform. We moved 22 times in one year. You know, it took her 12 years to finish college. By the time I finished college, my mother was just finishing. We were homeless. I mean, we ate out of shit. I mean, I, I didn't grow up understanding. No one... No one taught me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't grow up in the environment where I knew the importance of 
seeking out that extra wisdom and guidance. And of course, I read books and all of that, but I'm talking in terms of just learning systems, you know, mentoring, learning from some of the people who are experts in the industry. Now, if you all were in my live, I did a, um, maybe about a week ago. That was a really, really good live. I had everyone do an exercise. I don't know if you all remember that exercise I did where I said you have a, uh, I, I did a mindset exercise with you all where I encourage you to have a stranger come and stand next to you. Now, if this don't make sense to you, just go back and find that live event. It'll make sense. But remember when we did that exercise? And remember I was saying how you get to tell this person everything that's not working out? Remember I said that? And then I said, and that person standing next to you is going to listen. And then after that, you got to be quiet. And all you're going to do is get out a sheet of paper and start writing notes because this person's now about to tell you what they're going to do to win with the hand you've been given. And that exercise went really, really well because remember I said that that person is not going to listen to any more negativity. That person's going to say, yeah, I understand. I get your situation. I understand you don't have the money. I understand you don't have the support. I understand life ain't been fair. But let me tell you how I'm about to win with these cards. Let me tell you how I'm about to win with the hand you've been given. So remember when we did that exercise, I hope everyone on here was a part of it. Um, but I did that exercise in one of my uh, mentorship sessions and it was so life changing. And even in this platform, I got a lot of messages from you all saying, Z, you don't understand how that helped shift my mind. And that, that, that was just an example. I'm doing my very best to bring as much mentoring as I can in an open platform like this. But that was just one example of being exposed to the information and the knowledge that you need so that instead of feeling stuck, instead of feeling like a failure, instead of feeling like I can't get whatever, this book off the ground, or I can't get this project off the ground, or I can't pursue this dream or this ministry or this nonprofit, you're able to do not only pray, I think that's important, reading our Bibles and praying, very important, but not only do that, but you got to get that mindset development, those mindset changes in place. Okay. I wish I can go into deeper about that, but go back and watch all of my other lives and you'll know what I'm talking about. I've talked about the importance of mindset development, right? I've talked about the importance of paradigms, which means you've got that safe part of your brain. That's like, we ain't going to be trying nothing new. We got to stay in this safe zone. It didn't work in the past. Don't be trying nothing else. You don't want to get your feelings hurt again. And that other paradigm is like, no, we about to do this. And remember, I talked about how those two paradigms fight each other, but you got to recognize and know that that's happening. So when that's happening, baby, I hope I'm not going too fast for you. So when that's happening, then you're able to match up what you're going through. First of all, you're able to identify it. Let's start there. And you're able to see, oh, I've got two paradigms fighting against each other because this new paradigm is ready to do some things. But when that happens, you're able to recognize it. You're able to do that exercise that I taught you. Um, you're able to, I don't know, if, for those who have my book, there's a chapter in here called If I Were Your Enemy. Remember we talked about how you want to fight against something with the Word of God? So you want to be able to have something to, 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 to say, no, 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 no. I understand that, that I'm afraid right now. But for example, Romans, what is it? I want to say Romans 8.15 teaches me that God didn't give me a spirit of fear or timidity. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. God put this in my heart to do, I'm going to do it. And not only am I going to do it, I'm going to learn all of the shortfalls that I have. So this time we're going to do it right. So baby, you never fail. And that, that's why I'm naming this, you didn't fail. You get to start over again. I have had to start over again. It's so many hundreds of comments coming through you guys. I, I'm going to read them in just a minute. I kid you not. Give me one more minute. I'm going to read them. But it's so many times that I have quote unquote fail. I don't even like using that word so many times, but let me encourage you with this baby. You only got to get it right one time, one time, and it'll change your life, change your family for generations. And don't you know that it is the enemy's role to try to get you to stop? 
Don't you know that that's the role of the enemy to try to talk you out of what you're trying to do? That's his role. And, and that's why you have to have not only a spiritual shift, but a mindset shift. If, if you don't read anything else, read chapter one um, of um, my book called, it's called A Letter to the Enemy. Read chapter one, even if you go, and for those who uh, may be asking, it's on Amazon as a paperback. And Amazon has a feature called a look inside feature where they allow you to read like the first chapter of the book. So even if you're like, I can't get a book right now, go to that Amazon, pull it up and just read through the whole first chapter. Because pretty much if you go to Amazon, you can just click it and just read it. Almost the whole first chapter is there. Read that first chapter today. That's very, very, very important. Whether you get the book or not, that's up to you. Read that chapter. Read chapter one and understand the importance of it. Because when I wrote that chapter, that that's when I was telling the enemy, you know, oh my God, you almost had me I was believing what you told me I actually thought I was a failure and all this time you were lying to me and I didn't even know and, and that whole chapter was a it, it was almost like an awakening moment you guys where I was like you you I I didn't realize that all that time I was believing your lie because the truth felt so real to me coming from you and, and then I go on to talk about how you are a master liar you know, and how you left me weak and on my knees, feeling down, feeling depressed, feeling lonely because so many things had gone wrong in my life, you know. But then I go on in that chapter to talk about you almost had me, but you made one mistake. That biggest mistake you made was when you left me on my knees in the presence of my father. Because when I began to look up and see him, then I began to be reminded. Then I began to see that I wasn't a failure. Believe in all these lies that you feed in me. So that's a really, really powerful chapter. Um, again, it's from my book, Necessary, and that's chapter one called A Letter to the Enemy. And even if you have the book, read it again. If you don't, it's on Amazon as a paperback. The audio book is on my website at zendraglass.com. But even if you're in a situation where you're like, Z, I don't have a penny to my name and I can't even get the book, go to Amazon and just read. do that look inside feature. Anybody can do it, and it would literally show you chapter one. You don't have to download nothing. You just click on it, and then you can just read all of chapter one. Please at least read that baby. Get that in your spirit. Anyway, let me read through these messages. So we just talked through uh, three main points in terms of you've not failed. We talked about sometimes it's the timing of God. you got to be able to handle that pressure. And sometimes he's preparing you and getting you ready. We talked about stop chasing seeds that don't belong to you. That's one of my podcast episodes. You can easily go on YouTube. I highly advise you to go on YouTube and subscribe and listen to that um, that um, whole podcast episode called Stop Chasing Seeds. And I walked through some specific <laughs> examples when I did some things I had no, no business doing and got my little feelings hurt. But you can go and watch that later. And then we talked about the third reason sometimes we feel we failed is because actually the dream was correct, but we didn't have the systems and the processes in place. We didn't have the right knowledge. We, we, did, we didn't know we can write a book and digitize it and maybe put it up as an audio book, right? We didn't know we should have an email system set up. We didn't know because nobody told us. We didn't even know what a funnel was. We didn't know that we were supposed to build something out so that, so that there was a process and a flow and people don't go to like just a traditional site, you know, right? There's just some things we just don't know. We didn't know our downfalls. So baby, you didn't fail. You get to start over again. And you ain't the only one doing it. I'm making some changes even at my company. I had a meeting with my staff this morning. I said, you guys, I apologize for my lack of leadership. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, there are some areas I've not led well in. I said, but you know what? Let's spend the next week. And we're already at like day three of doing this. Let's spend the next week 
getting things right and getting things in order, the systems and the processes. Here are my areas of weakness. I was very transparent with them. Here are the areas of weakness that I have. Let's put some safeguards in place and let's do this all over and do it right. Let's tear it down and build it up and do it again. Sometimes you just got to be humble and just admit, okay, there's just some things I don't know. Okay, so let me read some comments. There's so many coming through here. I pray that this has helped you all. Oh, hey, Erica. I see Erica saying go, send you go. I see Kate says you're definitely talking about me. I pray that this helped you. Um, somebody said, what is the name of that test? Oh, that test is called the, well, there's all types of personality text, tests out there. There's the DISC assessments. But I, I specifically was talking about the Myers-Briggs. Um, it's often online free on so many sites. Just just Google it and it'll come up. I even um, had my staff do it and I actually redid it again with my daughter. Um, and it really shows and tells you some things about yourself so you can learn what are your strengths and what are your shortfalls. Because baby, if you don't know your shortfalls, you're gonna be sitting out there thinking you failed at something and you don't realize mm, that's just not my strength. Now that I realize that, I got to put some safeguards in place or maybe I'm not going to start this kind of business or I'm not going to make this kind of move. I'm going to do this because it ties in with my strengths. But if you don't know that, you are feeling like a failure and you're measuring yourself up against everybody else, wondering why they're all successful. Well, maybe they're in the right models that fits them. You, you know what I'm saying? So that's why it's important that you realize you've not failed. You get to start over again, but now you get to do it the right way and we're going to do it the smart way. We're going to go to God first. We're going to know who we are. We're going to know why we're doing it. We're going to keep that in mind. We're going to have the right safeguards in place, asking God, making sure we're doing things in his timing. We're going to stop chasing seeds that don't belong to us. Please hear me on that one, baby. Stop chasing seeds that do not belong to you. In other words, stop running after every opportunity that comes your way. Stop it. You can't do that. I, and I know everybody's selling stuff. I get it. But my God. You know, trust me, as someone well in her 50s and I don't did all kind of businesses, it don't, you have to really stay in line with what, what, what is calling you because you have to have a commitment to it. And then the last thing we talked about is then learning your systems and processes, opening yourself up to knowledge. Whether you can get a mentor or not, you know, go on YouTube and watch videos on mindset changes. You know, if you're like, I don't even know what a funnel is, well, go on YouTube and watch videos and learn about that. If you can't get yourself into some sort of a mindset, you know, or, or mentorship program, you know, we really are without excuse nowadays. As long as you have a cell phone, there's so much you can learn where you don't have to pay a penny, right? Okay, so let me see what are some of the things in here. I'm seeing a whole lot of comments come through. You did not fail. That's right. Thank you so much, Z. You're welcome, baby. Um, you are so encouraging and uplifting. I really needed it. You're welcome, Diana. I pray that this has really helped you. Thank you again, Erica Sampreezinger. You've helped so many people. Thank you. Um, you're definitely talking about me. I'm seeing hundreds of comments come through. I'm trying to read them all. I see a, a number of people saying, thank you, Z. Thank you, Z. So let me do this one little quick exercise with you guys before I leave. This wasn't planned. Someone says, where can I learn about the funnel? Uh, baby, you can just go to YouTube and Google, you know, what a, what a funnel is. Just don't get yourself caught up in buying all those expensive kind of funnel programs. Um, there's so many sites out there. Almost every website have built-in funnels now. But at least go to YouTube and Google it. So if you are offering a product or service, you can have a, a far better chance of being able to market and sell it. Um, amen. Thank you. I needed to hear this. Um, someone says I needed to hear this. I was getting desperate. Yeah. yeah and, 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 and baby, don't think that I haven't been there at times in my life. That's why I'm having this live. All those times I was walking around. Who is I'm talking to? Jess. All those times I was walking around thinking I failed. I'm doing something wrong. And I'm like, how is this person out here able to do this? And like, what is the deal with me? And I didn't even know. Number one, half the time I was chasing seeds that didn't belong to me, you know. 
God didn't call me to go do that. I didn't even have an interest in it. I just knew I could make money from it. So I was in the wrong thing, period. Let's just start there. I had no concept of really who I was and why I was doing what I was doing other than just wanting to make some money. And, and that didn't really work out. And I definitely didn't know about systems and processes. And, 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 and I didn't even know anything about getting coaching and all of that. You know, even though I'm a coach, I'm a mentor. I have coaches in my life. I have a business coach. I have like a personal development coach myself. But I didn't know the importance of it because I didn't grow up in an environment where that was taught. You know, we were trying to keep the lights on. Keep some food in the refrigerator and I you know I ain't even know about a word about a mentor or whatever and so but I'm learning now the value in it because now my mind is open to so many more things and I also know the value in taking my little butt over to YouTube and learning what I don't know as well so this time you get to do it the right way you get to turn around and do it the right way whatever that project or that goal is that you're working on don't be down about it that it didn't take off in fact you need to be thanking God let me stop a second on that I need to get my butt off of this lie. You actually need to be thanking God that it didn't work out. And I'm very serious on that. You need to. Every single time when things didn't work out for me and I had to do a reboot or a restart or a rebrand or whatever you want to call it, and I'm actually in the middle of that now, I always say, because I see it, oh, thank God it didn't, man, thank God it didn't take off like how I thought. You know, it would have been a mess. It would have been a hot mess. I'm telling you. And, you know, because because I didn't have the right systems in place or I didn't have some sort of email management system in place or I spiritually wasn't ready for it or I was doing mess. If you guys read my book, you already know some of the stuff I got involved in when God had to take me through a pruning season. That's a very important chapter to read in here about the pruning season when God had to strip almost everything away from me, baby. I mean, friends, relationships, my marriage was falling completely apart, finances completely plummeted. My son was dying at that time. Unfortunately, we've lost him since then. But, 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 but I went through that pruning season and there were so many things that I was doing I shouldn't have been doing. So I thank God it didn't work out at the time it didn't. But anyway, I hope that you guys have been encouraged. I want you to take out a sheet of paper really quickly. This was not planned. This is just a quick random exercise I wanna do. I want you guys right now to think through, right, right on this sheet of paper, uh, what is it, what is the one thing that you want to do that, you know, you don't even want to write it down because you're just like, oh, this ain't going to come true. Like, how can I make this happen? You know, but what is the one thing in your spirit or in your heart where you're like, man, if I really had it my way, God, especially with the talents you've given me, here's what I would just love to be doing. Even, even if it was every day, like this is what brings joy to my heart. Here's what I really want to do. I want you all to write that down real quick. Write it down. In fact, type it if you want to, if you want. Type it into the platform real quick. What is it that you, that, that you want to do? What's calling you? You know, what's calling you? You know, so for me, what calls me is motivating and encouraging and helping people. God has given me that spirit of, of encouragement. So this is, not, this is not hard for me. If I was retired right now, Right now, I would still have my little butt online right now, as tired as I'm looking, because <laughs> I know I look a hot mess. I'm seeing myself in the camera right now. But I would have my butt on here right now encouraging somebody, even if it was just one person, right? So I naturally love podcasting. I naturally, obviously, love writing. You know, uh, I, I love motivating and inspiring people, and I love lifting God. And I love, I know this is going to sound so bad. 
I almost don't want to say it. But I love when I hear people say they're going through difficult times or hard times or thinking about giving up or they don't see how they can figure out how to get out of that. Oh, my God, I'm so drawn to it. It's almost fun to me because I'm like, are you kidding me? We are about to do this. No, 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 baby. This ain't a bad situation. So I love being able to pivot and show people to look at it from this angle. That's what I love. So I'm called to do that. So I want you all to write down in here. Uh, put, put your comments in here. What is it that you want to do? Someone said a holistic doctor. All right. Someone said, "Ooh, I've never heard of that one, Diana, a boxing analyst. Oh, my gosh. I love that. A boxing analyst. Someone said, get my degree in business. Um, someone says, right, I love what you do. God bless you. Thank you, Ashley. And thank you all for all the stars and hearts and all the little gifts I'm seeing coming through. I really appreciate it. Um, someone says, to help women find their identity uh, in God. Oh, I just love that. I don't know if it's Reeve or Reevy. I love that. Love that. Love that. Anyone else? What is it that you that you that you you would love to do if it were up to you and you could do this every day? You know, what what's calling you? Motivate, care, inspire, encourage, uplift people everywhere I go. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. What else? What else is there? What is it that you would love to do? I hope I didn't lose connection on one of these platforms. I think I did. My apologies if I lost connection with one of you all. Okay, so I'm seeing some more come through a jewelry designer. I love it. So now here, here, and thank you, Ashley. Thank you so much for the gift. I appreciate it, baby. So, and someone says, just worship. I hear you. That's me. I love sitting in my closet. You guys know I sit in my closet as long as I can. Just work, as weird as that sounds, just praying and calling out, you know, to God and listen to my gospel music. So here's what I want you to do. So you've written that down on a sheet of paper, right? I want you to imagine. Now we're going to go deep really fast. And then I'm going to get my butt off this live because I've already gone double the time I wanted to go. I want you to imagine 30 years have just passed by. And you just found that little sheet of paper that you just wrote what it is that you love to do. And you didn't change anything. You pretty much kept doing things the safe route, right? You know, put your little, dip your toe in the water just a little bit, but not really being serious about going all in on what you want to do. And 30 years just passed. How, how, however old you are right now, don't even matter. But 30 or 40 years or so just passed by. And you just found that little sheet of paper that's showing what you would love to do. But you didn't do it. You got to keep that in mind. You didn't do it. I hope I didn't lose my connection here. I think I did. I'm sorry, you guys, if I lost a connection. So you didn't do it. Oh, I did. Oh, it is here. I guess it, I guess the um, the scroll feed is just not showing. OK, so you didn't do what it is that you would love to do because you kind of played the safe route. You really didn't invest in yourself. You really didn't invest in the knowledge, the systems. You know, you kept chasing whatever seeds. You just kind of just didn't do much. And 30 years just passed by. You guys, it's been over 30 some years since I finished college and it don't even seem like it. Right. 30 years goes by really quickly. Our lives are just a mist. You don't believe me, read James 4, 14. Life is just a mist. Don't even get me talking about when I lost my son. You could not have told me that would be the last morning I would speak to him. So 30 years just passed by. So I want you to think about that. 30 years just passed by. So tell me, with 30 years just passing by, you just found that little shade of paper and you didn't do anything that you had dreamed of doing. How do you feel right now? Write your comment in there. What are, what are the feelings that comes to mind? This is the kind of training I do in my mentorship program. And by the way, my mentorship is on hold right now. I'm not uh, having anyone else in the program, but there is a wait list um, at zenjaglass.com if you want to go there and get on the wait list. But I'm making some changes. And um, right now, um, 
I have it uh, just a wait list um, on it. So I'm not accepting new people in it right now, but you can definitely join the wait list. And as soon as I open it back up, you'll be one of the first ones contacted. So what, do you, what would you be feeling right now if um, 30, 30 years just passed by and you just found that sheet of paper and you just saw that you never went all in on you, you never used your gifts and talents, you never took the time to learn, you know? What, what, what is it? Some people say sadness, re regret, help, okay, failure, okay, I see all of that. So now let's flip the script a little bit. What is it that you feel if you did go in on all of that and you were able to pursue those goals and dreams and that same sheet of paper you just found 30 years from now, what is it that you're feeling now? Think about that for a moment. So you did go all in. It was tough. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy. But you just found that sheet of paper. And you did go in all in on you. You went all in on those gifts and talents and pursuing it. And you found that sheet of paper. What are you feeling now? I see excited. I see pride. I see joy. I don't know why this, this feed here isn't scrolling. So I'm sorry, you guys, if I'm, if I'm not able to read out. I see ecstatic. I see complete joy. I see grateful. What else are you feeling? Proud of myself. Relief and satisfaction. Uh-huh. Grateful. Proud. Oh, I love what Sophie just said. I knew I could do it. Yes. A life transformed from opportunities that came with it. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. What changes would that make in your family and in your surroundings? I want you to stay in this space for just a minute. What changes would that make? Let, let's just, when, I, when I do my mentorship sessions, sometimes I'll have them for the first four minutes. I'll have them just park for four minutes and I call it being on the other side of the mountain. And I call it writing your finally statement. And in the finally statement, and that, that'll be something that I want you guys to do as well. The finally statement is, you write in this statement of being on the other side of that mountain, like it finally happened. So it, so it starts off with, for example, finally, uh, I'm able to bless my family for generations. Finally, I'm able to, you know, whatever it is, I'm, 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 I'm a recording music artist, or finally, you know, my business is off the ground, or finally my nonprofit. So you write that finally statement, right? So how do you, how, how will this bless your family and bless others? Because you did the hard work, you stayed in prayer, and God knows it was tough, but you toughed it out and you did what you needed to do, and you were committed to learning and growing, you put in the effort, and it finally came true. How is that gonna impact you and your family? What are you feeling? Let me see, I would feel proud. I could help hundreds, thousands, of millions of people. Ooh, I love that. Generational wealth change, yes. Come on, let me read some more. Thank you, uh, Venry, for the roses. Thank you, baby. Yes, how, how do you feel? Because you're on the other side of that mountain. Now, for those of you who are afraid to do this exercise, because sometimes I get people saying, Z, it's so far-fetched of a dream, it's hard for me to go there. Baby, just go there just for a few minutes. It's just for four minutes. Just go there for a minute. How are you feeling? Suddenly it's happened. Yes. I, I, will, I, I am blessed because I helped someone. Yes. Nonprofit, blessed to people who could come home who need help. Family would not be too excited. Um, but it's not for them. It's for God. Yes. I could help and heal hundreds, thousands, and millions of people. A hero, ooh, I love that. Somebody said a hero to my kids. Someone said complete joy. Someone said mission accomplished. Someone said purposeful. 
Someone says, set the example for my babies to follow God in your heart. Oh, my God, you're going to get me crying, D. Peace of heaven that would be on earth. My mother would be able to thrive. God would be so proud. I'm feeling joyful that I can show my granny and keep my siblings. You guys see why I do this now. You, are you reading the comments that you just wrote down? Are you reading what you just wrote down? So what is stopping you? from making that first step in that direction. Or for some people, you may say, Z, it's my hundredth step. <laughs> I've been trying for years, I ain't gave up. What's stopping that? What I want you to do is well, what you just wrote down. You guys, give me your word. I want you to put in the, in, in the field, I'm gonna do it. Give me your word that you're gonna write down what you just said on a little like three by five card or a sheet of paper. I want you to keep this with you. And every single day, I want you to be looking at that and reading it. And in fact, what I want you to do is I want you to write out a whole statement. We're going to call this statement your finally statement. I'm giving you guys some, tra some, some trash, some crash mentorship training. You're going to write out what's called a finally statement. And all I want you to do is imagine yourself on the other side of that mountain that it finally happened. Write out that statement. Write it out. There's a, a four-day course series on my YouTube channel called Get It Before You Get It. Um, you guys should really go there and find it. Um, and it walks you through four days of course training. And I would love for you guys to go through it and, and walk through it because it talks about you got to get in the spirit first before you get it in the physical. And I won't walk through all that now because I really got to end this live. But, but it starts off with first you got to know who the heck you are, who does God say you are. Got to start there. Then you got to know, is it mine? And that's actually a chapter in my book, Necessary, called Is It Mine? Is it really meant for me? Then you got to become it. And then you got to walk out there and go get what's already yours, baby. So I would love for you all to continue this exercise. So that last part of that exercise, I, I encourage people to write their finally statement. And I go in a lot more detail about it. But basically, you write out this finally statement. And if you don't do anything else, if you don't never hear from me again, I want you to read that statement every single day to yourself. In fact, I set an alarm on my phone where you can read your statement three times a day, morning, noon, and night. And you may say, well, Z, what is this going to do? I mean, like, come on. This just sounds like some, some little whatever. Baby, oh, my God. There's so many mindset change books that, that back up what I'm saying. It's not even funny. The shortest version that I will give you, because I really need to end this live, shortest version I will give you, you have to literally change your mindset and reprogram your mind. You have to literally change those paradigms the way that you're thinking, as odd as that sounds. Now, I know we some praying people. I know that. I pray. I read my Bible. I do all of that. But I knew nothing about the mindset change. You can't put, uh, how did I put it? Uh, and I read that from the scriptures. You can't put new wine into old wineskins because the old wineskins can't handle that capacity. It can't, it can't expand. You have to have a transformation of your mind. And this is sort of a mind trick uh, that many mindset coaches uh, teach. This is nothing new what I'm teaching in terms of uh, reading a finally statement every day. You have to train your mind. No, 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 no. We're not looking at these circumstances. This is the direction we're going. So every day when you're reading that finally statement, you're actually moving a step forward, closer and closer to that. Because as you read those finally statements all the time and you're repeating it to yourself, just listen to me real quickly. As you're reading those finally statements, of course, you're going to God in prayer. We're not going to re ever replace that. But as you start reading your finally statements every day, every day to yourself, it's going to start changing your mood and your attitude. It really is. It's going Because you're going to start feeling like you can do some things. Trust me on it. And guess what that's going to impact? Your actions and your behaviors. 
And guess what happens when you take different actions and behavior? Like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and sign up for this court, this whatever tomorrow. I'm going to go ahead and, 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 and get this LLC or whatever it is, right? Or I'm going to go ahead and start my whatever. I'm going to go ahead and at least try to get one order for my whatever, you know? right? It's going to impact your actions and your behavior. When those actions and the behaviors are differently, guess what? You're going to have different results. I've talked about that a lot. You're going to have different results, but you got to start with that mind. You got to start with what you're, what you're feeding yourself. So the topic of this whole live, and I cannot believe I've been live this long. I wanted to go live for only like 15, 20 minutes. The topic of this baby is you didn't fail. You didn't fail, baby. Don't believe that lie. You didn't fail. You get to start all over again. And this time you get to apply some new techniques, some new things that you're learning about yourself, right? Because you're going to go find some sort of personality test. I don't care where you take it. Just grab a free one. They're online everywhere, right? The Myers-Briggs is just one I know is extremely common. And you're going to learn about your strengths and your weaknesses. You're going to stop chasing seeds. You're not going to be chasing seeds. And I talk about this, I think, in my book, Necessary, um, the chapter on Cage Mindset. You're going to stop chasing seeds that don't belong to you. So you're going to stop all this silliness with running around after opportunities just because somebody said you can make a fast buck. And you're going to start really zoning in and focusing on that talent that you've got, right? You're going to learn about new systems and processes and structures, having systems in order. I'll do my best to do some more live training on that. So you guys should comment on this video once it's posted and let me know if you're interested in that. And I'll do my best to go live. You're going to do your best to do that. And you're going to be every day reading those finally statements. You're going to be imagining yourself 30 years from now like how we just did. And really, you can do two cards if you want. You can have one card that shows if you don't do nothing and just kind of stay in your little safe zone. You know, I ain't going to really take no chances. Nothing ever works for me. Y'all don't understand what I'm going through. You know, you're going to just stay in that. Or you're going to have that other card that's like, man, what if I did go all in and pursue these gifts and talents and Oh my God, what if it did work out? What changes would that make in my family? So I want you to make sure you have that card and, and imagine yourself 30 years from now finding it. Carry it in your wallet, baby. I keep mine in my wallet. Carry it in your wallet. So every day you can be reminded. And then if you really want to get bad with this, put some scriptures on the back of it. Come on. We won't even get into that. Put some scriptures on the back. So you can be reminded. That's why I wrote that chapter called If I Were Your Enemy, because there's a lot of scriptures in there that I put. Put some scriptures on the back to back up those feelings when you're feeling all that negativity and when the enemy is trying to tell you you fail. Please, you're just getting better. That's all. All right. So let me read a few comments and I'm going to close out this live. Um, someone says, oh, I, I love the purple in the plant. Thank you, baby. In my office, I have purple um, backsplash walls on just about every every office I got. Every room is a purple backsplash. Thank you, baby. Purple is uh, um, one of my favorite colors. It's a beautiful royalty color in the Bible as well. And it's just one of my favorite. But thank you, baby. Um, Someone says, have you set up your TikTok shop? It's funny you would say that because I just had a staff meeting about it. And I said, I really need to get my TikTok shop set up. But right now, um, in order to get my book, you have to go to Amazon to get the paperback. And the digital, the video book and the audio book is on my website at zenjaglass.com. Uh, and my mentorship, it is closed down right now. It's a wait list, but I'm going to do my best to get it back open in the next week or two. So if you go to zenjaglass.com, you just have to sign up to be on the wait list. And I give you my word, I'll contact you as soon as I open it back up because um, I do mentorship training kind of like this and it's twice a week but it's live training okay let me read some com some comments building a legacy for my family I'm trusting God and having faith through the process I'm going to do it Sophie I'm going to hold you to that 
in my next life, I want to hear from you, and I want to know what you've done, okay? Someone put, suddenly I'm debt-free. Come on, Jacqueline. I have financial abundance to be a blessing to others. Come on, and to bring glory to God's name. So wouldn't you say, Jacqueline, that it's worth the effort, even though right now I know it's probably really tough and hard to do? Wouldn't you say it's worth the effort? Baby, it ain't easy. You're going to cry. <laughs> You're going to may lose a little friends along the way, you know, may have to go through a completely lonely. You guys know that there's a whole chapter I wrote in there on that, right? May have to go through it being feeling lonely, feeling like I don't even see the vision, but God, I'm going, I'm going to keep going after this. But can you just imagine finally, Jacqueline, when you got to that level and it's actually starting to happen and you're like, thank God I didn't give up. Because here's what I'll tell you, Jackie. I already don't give you a nickname. But anyway, here's what I'll tell you. No matter what. 30 years is going to go past whether you do something or not. I forgot to tell you that part. You just get to decide, are you going to make the best use of these next 30 or so years? Just to be clear, the world ain't going to wait on you. I wish to God it would, but it ain't. So whether you do something or not, you, you, I, almost say, I almost said with my family how they talk. They say, you can act a fool and not do it if you don't want. That's how, that's how we talk in my family. But anyway, whether you do it or not, 30 years is still going to pass. The only difference is somebody else may then start doing it. Whatever that dream, that goal is, don't think other people are not out there doing it. Don't, don't think that, that they're not out there doing it. When I started my podcast, I didn't have a single follower, didn't know what I was doing. All I knew is God gave me a message of encouragement to help, and pull, help pull people out of dark places and to help the brokenhearted. And I'm sitting there in my closet praying to God, like, God, I don't know the first thing about social media. I didn't have not one follower. I do not like social media, and I cannot believe God kept putting in my spirit. I need for you to tell my people what I'm telling you. And I'm like, God, I'm a broken vessel. I'm dealing with all these issues in my life. How on earth can I help somebody else? This is when I was writing my book, Necessary. How on earth can I help somebody else when I'm going through all this mess? All my prayers are not even answered. How you gonna try to use me? And God wouldn't let up on me. He, should, he would not let up on me. So can you imagine if I didn't step out there and walk in faith and do what he told me to do? And only by God's grace, you know, we're probably closer to almost a million subscribers now, which is unreal, you know, completely the grace of God, completely a thousand percent the grace of God. And I've learned a lot along the way. But do you see my point is walking in that grace, walking in what God is telling you to do and stepping out there on that platform and doing it. And I didn't know what I was doing, but I'm like, let me learn. Let me, let me, let me, let me watch some YouTube videos. Let me find a mentor that can help me with my mindset. Cause I keep telling myself that I ain't good enough for this. You see what I'm saying? And I can't tell you the amount of thousands of messages I've gotten from people saying, Z, you don't even understand what you pulled me through this season or this year. You don't understand how your book necessary, what it's done for me. You don't understand the things I was thinking of doing to myself, but, but, but you got me back in my word again. And some of my most favorite testimonies I've heard is people said, Z, I gave up on God because I lost one of my loved ones or I lost my son or my daughter. And you're, you're, giving, me no, you, you're, you're giving me no excuse now. You lost your son and you still have the audacity to come on here and encourage us after God didn't answer your prayer and you have the audacity to come on here and talk about still loving him you see how God works you see how he works anyway I got to get my butt off of here let me read a few more comments um, Helen thank you so much for the roses thank you all for all the gifts um, I so appreciate it 
Um, your book is awesome as God sent. Thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jackie is fine. I respect and appreciate your words of encouragement. Oh, thank you, Jackie. I just gave you a nickname. Thank you, Z. I did the career and quit, then retired. I feel like now what, Lord? That's something you got to sit with him on, baby. Let, let, him, let him answer that for you. I started a small business in my home last year, and it's taken a life of its own. I'm baking my mother's peach cobbler. Ooh, I wonder if you live by me. I love me some peach cobbler. And people are going insane over something, believing God for the next level. Well, go ahead, Portia. If you ever get to a point where you're selling it and people can buy it online, please tag me and let me know. I will be one of your first customers. Uh, someone saying, God bless you. You are so beautiful um, and glad I found you. Thank you, baby. In fact, Portia, what I'm thinking of doing, I, I'm praying through this. I think I'm going to start having a series where maybe once a week, definitely once a month, where I feature um, other people's businesses, small businesses, that is. People that's getting their business off the ground. I would love to give you guys a big boost. So be in prayer for me that God gives me that wisdom with how I can go about doing that. I, I would love to figure out a way where um, all of my followers can feature, you know, what they're doing, their products and services, because I'm all about helping small businesses. Um, if you still need a group to hold your arms up, um, try. Uh, oh, I missed it. You are so beautiful. Glad I found you. Um, please pray for us. I will, Julia. I will, baby. Thank you for uh, your words. Thank you for that. Okay, Portia says I absolutely will. So I pray this has been helpful for you all. Um, I'm glad even though you're almost done with your life, I came home at the right part. Thank you, baby. It's going to be saved. It's, it, it automatically is saved on Instagram and YouTube. And then by tomorrow morning, it'll be on my podcast platform. So at the very least, you know, sure you uh, go to the YouTube and watch that four part series to get it before you get it and subscribe on there. That's important. And I think I told you guys my text community platform um, uh, is in, it's in my bio. If you click on the bio from any of these links, you'll see it. That has my um, text number. And you all don't believe me, but that number comes right to my phone. Literally, as soon as you text, I'm literally reading your message and responding. So uh, make sure you subscribe to my text community platform. I got to get off of this live. Um, for those who have asked, yes, my book is called Necessary. Um, I didn't take the time to sit and actually read any page by page through it today. Um, but hopefully I'll get a chance to do it tomorrow. But it's on Amazon and it's on my website at Zenja Glass as a paperback and an audio, um, audio book and a video book on my website. And uh, my mentorship, just letting you know, when you do go to ZenjaGlass.com, it is a wait list now. Um, and I hope to open it back up in another week, week or two so you can sign up to be on the wait list. So I just see some people saying that would be awesome. Um, uh, would it put it in a mason jar, freeze and ship it to me in New York? You've inspired me so much to push through um, from becoming a beauty creator. Love from London. Ooh, wonderful. Tag me or something. I would love to see what your products are. Um, that's God. Um, it freezes so much the live. I'm sorry the live was freezing for you, baby. Some people are saying, bless you. Always so beautiful, encouraging. Thank you, Zen. Um, and someone is saying I'm working on it. So I love you guys. I love you. I love you. I pray this has been helpful. I wasn't even supposed to go live really today. I was actually packing up to leave and God just put in my heart. Someone needs to be encouraged because they're feeling like they failed. I'm really giving them an opportunity to start over and to get it right, to get it right. So when the blessings start to flow in, baby, oh my God, you're going to be ready this time. All right. You're going to be ready this time. Okay. I love you guys. I got to run. Bye-bye.